Hey, it's the Ryan Man coming to you with another Broncos Country Blitz. The Broncos lose to the 49ers in preseason game number two, 21-20. Now, the starters for the Broncos technically beat the starters for the 49ers 6-3. But in the end, it's still a loss, 21-20. You don't want to have a loss. I think Sean Payton's influenced a lot of Broncos Country. You don't want to see a loss, even if it's in the preseason. At the same time, there are a lot of positives to take from this game. There are also some negatives. I'm going to kind of go into the negatives first, and then we'll talk about the positives after that. The starting defense for the Broncos kind of came out slow out of the gates. Brock Purdy started for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey did not play for the 49ers. Debo Samuel did. A lot of the other starters did. And the Broncos defense came out kind of staggering against the 49ers' first-team offense. Now, they did hold the 49ers' first-team offense to a field goal in the end, but they let the Niners drive down the field. Now, once again, they did not allow the touchdown, which is a positive, but I think they'll clean that up. Kind of the whole bend-don't-break is kind of how it looked at the time. Obviously, with Vance Joseph, it's being a little more aggressive, and I think they'll get that cleaned up. The offensive line for the Broncos... Purdy, eh, average, eh, wasn't that great again, was not that great again, gonna have to get cleaned up, gonna have to get better for the regular season, maybe it's still just the offensive line gelling, now I'll mention that Garrett Bowles, despite the offensive line not looking that great, he looked better in this game, he looked better, and he needed to step up, and he did, now, The other thing that obviously Broncos country wants to see is the backup quarterback competition between Stenham and Danucci. Who's going to win the backup job? This game, it was kind of almost like neither backup wanted to step up and kind of take a hold of that number two position behind Russell Wilson. Jared Stenham, very inconsistent, would have a good play, followed by a couple negative plays. Then Danucci... Had a couple okay plays. Also had a couple bad plays. One was on a fourth down. Tried going for it. Tried running the ball. Reaching the ball out for the first down. Ended up fumbling it. Turnover on downs. And you just kind of wonder if it's them getting used to Sean Payton's system. But then again, Russell Wilson's had about as much time as the two of them have. And it just seems... Like Jared Stenham and Ben DiNucci, it's probably going to go down to preseason game number three in the terms of who the backup quarterback is going to be. And the interesting thing is, when the offseason was going on, training camp, there were all these rumblings of, well, the Broncos spent money on Jared Stenham in case Russell Wilson didn't bounce back. They brought Ben DiNucci in, who has kind of a, Spark to him, obviously has had some NFL experience prior. And isn't it interesting, kind of the rumblings of, well, if Russell Wilson stumbles, Russell Wilson, we'll get to get to it a little more later, but Russell Wilson was solid, and there's no discussion about anyone overtaking Russell Wilson for the starting job at this point. But you really want to see one of these backup quarterbacks step up, and, and neither one made a case for themselves in this game, I think. Uh, The other thing, too, just silly penalties, too many men on the field, pass interference by the offense, holding by the wide receivers. 
pass interference actually on offense by the wide receivers. Just a lot of silly penalties we need to get cleaned up. And and obviously Sean Payton will focus on those and get those cleaned up. But a lot of penalties that in some cases were, I don't know if I would say drive killers, but momentum killers. And once again, the Broncos first and second team look pretty good. Pretty good overall if we kind of eliminate the quarterback position that I just talked about um, in terms of the second and third team with the uh, backup quarterbacks. Uh, really, if, if you t- kind of take that out of the equation, uh, the first and second team look really good. They look really good. It's just the depth past that. Just the depth past that. It, it's, we just don't seem to have too much depth once we get past those first and second tiers. That's really what happened here in this game again. We ended up having our third stringers, third and fourth stringers probably in reality in at the end of the game and ended up costing us the game. It's no secret Trey Lance has struggled for the 49ers. He was supposed to be the next great thing for the 49ers. Obviously, Brock Purdy is the starter. Rumors are that Sam Darnold will be the backup, which he looked pretty good for the 49ers tonight. And Trey Lance didn't look that great when he came out, but he looked great at the end of the game. And the reason why our third and fourth teamers just... Obviously, there's not a lot of chemistry when you get down to those depths in terms of the defensive unit in the preseason, but they made Trey Lance look like he had stepped up and, and started clicking. And really, I don't know how much of that is actually the case or how much of it is really our defense. Just doesn't have the depth that we're that we're seeking right now. Could be a chemistry issue. Could be they still have to find what, what certain players are good at, but is a concern. Is a concern that there seems to be a lack of depth on the defense. Offense, not so much. Offense, not so much, and maybe that's because Sean Payton's a guru, you know, an offensive guru, and he knows how to get the most out of players. But the offense seems to be fine in terms of depth. Maybe I'll be at the offensive line, but that the depth when you get past those first and second teamers on defense is definitely a concern, especially late in an NFL season. A lot of times you have to lean on a few of those individuals to get you a win or to help get you a win late in the regular season. Now, now those are a lot of the negatives from the game. The other thing, too, fan favorite Kendall Hinton, he had the pass interference on offense, had a couple of missed catches. He did have a couple good blocks in there um, for the running game, but you have to kind of wonder if he may be one of the odd men out in the wide receiver room after this game. We'll see what happens in preseason game number three. And then Jalen Virgil. Now, Broncos country, the you know, the Broncos team were probably looking for him to step up. He had a big catch at the end of the first half, but he tweaked his knee, didn't look good. Now, he had all heart. He got up so we could try to spike the ball. Jared Stenham could try to spike the ball at the second left. I think there was a second left. Post-game, Sean Payton pretty much alluded to he thought there was a second left. When they showed the replay on TV, it looked like there was still a second left. 49ers might have gotten that home field advantage to say that the clock was at all zeros. Uh, But Jalen Virgil, we wish him the best. 
Like I said, it didn't look like a good knee injury, and it didn't happen on the catch or on the initial move. It looked like when he got tackled, tweaked that knee, and definitely was having an issue putting any weight on it. So we'll see what happens in terms of the reports on, on how that knee actually is here in the next couple of days. Now, those were some of the negative things about the game. There were a lot of positives to take from this game, too. I was going back and forth with my notes and everything like that. First off, Javante Williams back. Great to see him back. And he seemed to have some giddy up in his step already. A lot of times when Claire comes back from torn ACL, it's not really till that second or third year. They're all the way back. But he looked pretty good in the run game. He looked really good in the receiving game. Uh, Russell Wilson, when the pocket broke down, had to scramble out, hit Javante Williams on a pass, and he looked great coming back for the ball. It was great just to see him playing again. Great just to see him playing again. And really a remarkable recovery from the the initial injury he had last season. Now, the other big one, Russell Wilson. Russ was cooking for a while tonight. Now, the stats may not be eye-popping. They pop off the sheet. He was 3-6, 24 yards passing. And he was three carries for 25 yards. But what he really did is he was able to create things when the play went off schedule, whether it was running the ball, passing the ball, even had a pitch to Javante Williams where he pitched the ball forward, knowing where Javante Williams was going to be. He had great timing, and he he was getting through his progressions and making quick decisions, which for anyone that's followed Russell Wilson in his career and the concerns when Sean Payton came into town were, well, can Russell Wilson do that? And tonight showed that absolutely he can. Absolutely he can. He was decisive in his decisions. He was able to make plays happen when everything went off schedule. And Sean Payton pulled him much earlier than he initially indicated before the game. And I think the reason why is, is Russell Wilson, it was already advertised that he had a great week of practice this last week leading up to this preseason game. I believe it was the practice on Wednesday where he had one ball that hit the ground and that was it the entire practice. So I think Sean Payton just saw enough and said, you know what, let's get you out of the game. Clearly, the offense is clicking for you. You understand what I want. You can see Russell Wilson being a leader for everyone else, making sure everyone else is on the same page for the offense. So really, uh, Russell Wilson, all the concerns going into this, I mean, I think Russell Wilson has shown that this is going to work. We'll see what happens in the regular season, but I am very optimistic after seeing kind of that last drive in the Cardinals game and then how he played tonight. Looked really good. Some other things that were really big positives. Randy Gregory looks like he's all the way back. Zach Allen, our free agent acquisition from Arizona, was a beast tonight. He was disruptive in the backfield. He he had a sack this he had a sack. He had pressures. Jonathan Cooper had a timely sack tonight when the Niners were in the red zone. There were a lot of positives on defense as well. And Isang Bassey. Now it's been mentioned he's had a great camp. He had another interception tonight. That's two interceptions in the preseason. And just really there are a, there are a lot of positives on defense. 
in terms of the aggressiveness as well. Now, now there have been a lot of big plays given up by the defense, and you kind of knew that with Vance Joseph. It was going to be feast or famine sometimes, and, and that's kind of how it was uh, tonight as well. But, boy, when they needed big plays, they ended up getting a lot, especially with those first and second teamers. And Brett Maher looked okay as the kicker. He looked okay as the kicker tonight, hit a very long field goal, had a decent night of kicking overall. So, you know, he was two for two on his field goals. So, you know, I don't know if we'll end up bringing someone in. There's still someone that's not on the current roster that will be our opening day kicker. But he didn't do anything to hurt himself tonight. He looked pretty solid. Now, the other big one, the other big one, Jaleel McLaughlin. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He has such a burst. He has such a burst when he runs the ball. He's got such slick and swift moves. Two touchdowns tonight, a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, a big kick return in the second half as well. He looks like a playmaker. He looks like he's going to be a big part of the Broncos' offense. It would be almost impossible to think he wouldn't have a roster spot at this point. And they got his name spelled right on his jersey this week. Everyone knows that story that he that he had his last name spelled on his misspelled on his jersey last week. It is spelled correctly this week. But man, I mean, on the receiving touchdown, made a quick juke, made the Niners defender look silly. The rushing touchdown was decisive, had his burst, got into the end zone, and then on the kick return as well. I mean, just, wow. I mean, just the speed. And I think that's why he's going to continue to be successful. It's just the speed that he has. It's amazing. Just amazing. And that that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch, and he's going to be a lot of fun to watch all season long. Now, a couple other notes I want to make as well. Elijah Garcia. We had two sacks last week on defense, had an interception off the tip, off a tipped pass, I should say, this week. He continues to look like he's going to earn himself a roster spot. And the other thing, Randy Gregory has made a big deal this offseason about he needs to fulfill his end of the contract the Broncos gave him when they brought him over from Dallas. He played really late into the game, really late into the game. And you have to wonder if that was coach's decision if that was partially him going back to them going hey I want to get the reps in I want to get conditioned I want to be what you guys paid me to be who knows who knows but that was really interesting to me as well to see him play as late into the game as he did the other interesting thing as well is Sean Payton post game did not see as seem as mad I was buried to say something else seem as mad as he was last week against Arizona. He still seemed upset that we lost. Don't, don't get me wrong. He still seemed upset that we lost. But he said he was very happy with all the positives in the game. The thing you seem most upset about was there was a second at the end of the first half that we should have been able to get in to kick a field goal. I, I agree. I think there was a second on there. I think Stedham got, got them down there in time. Now, for some reason, he was directing people. Stedham was directing people at the end of the first half before he spiked the ball for a millisecond, and that could have cost us as well. But either way, whichever clock you looked at, it looked like there was still a second left. 
Niners got the home field advantage in preseason, and we ended up not getting the second. Now, I would have to say it's going to drive Sean Payton crazy if we don't get a win at home next week against the Rams to close out the preseason. But obviously, it matters most when it starts to count week one against the Raiders at home. And there was plenty to build off on in this game. We don't like the final score, but there was plenty to build off build off of. Marvin Mims wasn't a big contributor tonight, but he ended up having his first reception as a Denver Bronco. That was nice to see. Jerry Judy did get a catch tonight. You know, the only one I would say that was probably way more silent than I thought he was going to be was Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton didn't really make much of a splash. Uh, He had a penalty against them uh, on offense, I believe, for holding. Uh, But, you know, I'm not terribly worried about that. Cortland Sutton's kind of shown in training camp and in practice he's back. And, And, you know, he just wasn't really seen tonight. And who knows, it could have been something in terms of the Niners' defensive scheme as well, because that's that was no slouch of a defensive team when it comes to the 49ers either. either. So, so overall, wanted to see the win, but a lot of positives to build off of. The other thing I want to mention as well, once again, Garrett Bowles, I mentioned earlier, there was talk about him even being possibly traded or cut with how bad he played against the Cardinals. He played a lot better tonight. Played a lot better tonight. You can't really say there were a lot of plays that broke down because of Garrett Bowles tonight. And really, when you think about it, him coming back from the broken leg, you kind of have to give him the benefit of the doubt. And and really, he looked a lot better tonight. He 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 made me feel more comfortable that left tackle will be just fine with him there. And, and really, the Cardinals game was more about knocking the rust off than anything else. So. We'll see what happens in the final preseason game next week against the Rams. But for this one, the Broncos lose again by one point to the San Francisco 49ers, 21-20, in the second preseason game of 2023. Until next time, this is the Rye Man with the Broncos Country Blitz. And remember to find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Broncos country and on Twitter at DDCR underscore BCB.